0: Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast, I'm your host Gemma Keeling and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. No one wants to be the bearer of bad news. It's hard. When we deliver bad news, we can receive backlash. And you might have had some negative experiences in the past, Of when you have had to deliver some bad news. In English, we have a saying don't shoot the messenger. You might be the one delivering the bad news, but you aren't necessarily responsible for it. It means, though, that when you deliver the bad news, you can be the one that is met with anger or negative emotions. For many working in design and tech, challenging news is likely a very common occurrence. There are many times when things don't go according to plan. It might be that you are given a new deadline and have a lot less time than you had anticipated. You might have received news that there's going to be an impact in the scope of the project. For example, an important vendor has pulled out or they have had to make budget cuts. Or the budget cuts might mean that you have to lay off team members. No wonder you're reluctant to deliver bad news. In today's episode, I'm sharing how you can deliver bad news in a professional and authentic way that builds trust and shows respect, as well as what to consider and what to avoid so you don't make things worse. The bearer of bad news is someone who is responsible for delivering news that might impact the project and might be unfavorable to the team or the person. Whether it's informing the team that a deadline has been moved or that budget cuts are going to impact the scope of the project or perhaps something even bigger and much more major, being the messenger of bad news is never easy. But there are ways that you can improve the process and how well it turns out based on how you deliver your message if you take some time to prepare and plan and consider the following points that i'm sharing with you today i like to think about these three timing location and delivery when where and how when you are delivering the news so that is how quickly you're doing it where you're delivering the news so that's the location and the channel you choose to communicate and how The words you use and how you deliver the news. No matter the news that you're sharing, how quickly and how efficiently you deliver the news will make a big difference. Right now, there has been an alarming rate of those working in tech that have been laid off from their job. Tech layoffs have become such a regular occurrence in this industry over the past few months. And I see many posts on LinkedIn and social media, designers with all different types of backgrounds, researchers, developers, project managers, losing their jobs. It's been a very difficult year for the tech industry. I am truly sorry if you have been affected by this. On a daily basis, managers are having difficult conversations with employees. And while it might not be a task that you would anticipate, especially what we're seeing right now, it is possible to deliver bad news sensitively and respectfully. You can learn to deliver news as effectively and as painlessly as possible. Before delivering bad news, there are some ways that you can prepare beforehand. So before you do anything, check in with yourself. Are you feeling tense and angry? Or are you feeling calm and collected? This is so important because others will be able to sense your energy and it will come across in your tone of voice and your mannerisms. You might also want to consider how the person might react to the bad news and what you say. If you are delivering some very difficult news, try saying it out loud. Beforehand to see how it sounds, practice exactly what you're going to say. That might even mean practicing with a close friend or someone beforehand. If you don't practice, you might end up saying something that you didn't mean. By carefully planning what you intend to say, you won't have to regret your poor choice of words later. And a big part of having empathy is putting yourself in. Other people's shoes. So you can do this by thinking if I were to receive this bad news, how might I react? You can also think about have you had to deliver bad news in the past? How did it go? What could you do to improve on that? Did the person react negatively? Or maybe it wasn't such a bad experience. It felt a lot worse before than when you were actually delivering the bad news. Reactions are not bad, we all have them, but you can think about what can you do to deliver the bad news in a way that supports their reaction. And that's why thorough preparation is the most important step. You can also consider the information that they will want to know. What are the potential needs that they will have? What questions will they ask you? Think of possible answers before so you can align with what you need to say and what you actually tell them. Thinking ahead will ensure you share the information that you needed to share. So now you're ready, you want to think about timing. Bad news doesn't get better with time. Delaying the news is going to be counterproductive. When you don't own up to a difficult situation and take the steps to make things right, you won't be trusted. And you don't want to make things worse. If you wait too long, your team might lose faith in your leadership. When you deliver news that a project is having issues, for example, you can deliver it in a way that allows others to take action so that you can mitigate the problems. This doesn't mean rushing to deliver bad news. As I mentioned, take time to practice the words that you're going to say, but once the decision has been made. It's essential to share the bad news straight away. The longer you leave it, the harder the task will become. There's also a possibility that if you delay, they will find out the bad news from someone else. Whatever you do, don't withhold the information. Delaying or avoiding bad news hurts your credibility. There is no value in running away from bad news or hoping that the bad news will somehow resolve itself. It's better to address the problem early on than to wait until it's too late. So check in with yourself and share the news in a timely manner. You then want to consider your location and which mode of communication you will choose when it comes to delivering the bad news. And choosing the right way to communicate can make all the difference to the relationships that we build and it will help us to not be misunderstood. So, for example, sending a text message or an email or a written message can be easily misinterpreted. Again, try putting yourself in the employee's shoes and think about how you would want to be treated. It is always better to use face-to-face delivery when it comes to bad news when compared to all other methods. And the reason is you will be there to support that person or the team And they will be able to ask you questions that they might have. But really, it's more than that. It's a way that you can treat the person like a human being. And that's something that I mentioned in last week's podcast episode. And it's called Communication Techniques to Build Better Professional Relationships. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, I do recommend it as well. If you aren't given the news in person, face-to-face, It can feel like they didn't care about you or that they didn't have the guts to tell you in person that they were too scared or they didn't value you or they don't value you. Delivering bad news face-to-face is the most respectful way that you can do it. You're able to see their immediate reaction and address any problems. You'll also get immediate feedback from the receiver. And what I mean by that is Their reaction, you'll be able to see and really sense the best way to proceed. So, if they do react in an angry way, or if it's that they're very upset and they need some compassion, you will be able to do that. Being face to face also means that you can make it more casual and help the other person or the group of people to feel more relaxed and comfortable, or at least as comfortable as possible. But face to face communication is not always possible. We can't always deliver bad news in person. And many design and tech professionals work in different offices all over the world or fully remotely. If it's unavoidable, then the next best thing is a video call. If for any reason you're not able to do that and you must send a written message, you'll want to consider these things and you want to think about the type of news that you're sharing. If the news is considered minor, so for instance, you're sharing that someone wasn't successful in their job application, an email or a written message is appropriate. If you are sharing any other type of bad news through an email and there is no way of being able to meet them in person, consider sharing your number with them in the email or in the message so that at least you can have a phone call with them. And remind them that you are available to talk or meet if that's possible. Another aspect when it comes to sharing bad news is the location and the privacy. So how private it is. If some employees or team members or let's say stakeholders will be more negatively impacted than others, tell those that will be more impacted before you tell everyone else. And you want to think about where is the best place to do that. It might not be appropriate to have lunch or get a coffee and be in a public space. In some cases, it might be fine. But you also want to think, will it make sense to share this news in a team meeting if it's going to affect everyone in the team equally? Or is it better to have a one-on-one meeting somewhere private? If the news that you're delivering is very private, Don't do it with others watching. There are many pros when it comes to telling someone bad news face-to-face, one-on-one. It is a more personal approach and it gives them the space to talk things through with you and ask questions. Once you've told that person or perhaps a small group or small team, you can then announce it to everyone else or, for example, other stakeholders. Delivering bad news one-on-one and face-to-face also means that you can better prepare them that bad news is coming, which takes me on to the next point about how to deliver the bad news. When you are delivering bad news, your communication skills will be tested. Managers and leaders will at some point have to have difficult conversations and share bad news with stakeholders or members of their team which means the need to understand how to do it well is essential. And the difficulty does not necessarily lie in receiving the bad news, but it's about how you deliver it. The delivery is the tough part. You need to demonstrate a blend of confidence and humility. So there are a number of ways that you might deliver the bad news. And you can think of two different situations or types of ways of doing it. So the first would be to be direct and to the point, and some may much prefer to receive bad news this way, but others might feel that this is harsh or insensitive. Another way is to share possible issues ahead. If you're able to share any potential issues before they get worse, then it's best to do it as soon as possible. You're giving a kind of heads up To prepare and plan for it, although that's not always possible to do. But being direct and getting to the point does not mean you should be harsh or insensitive. It also means don't sugarcoat things. It can be really tempting to put a positive spin on things or use positive language, but when it comes to delivering bad news, bad news is bad news. And it can actually make it worse if you try to make Positive or putting a positive spin on it. People don't like being lied to and they have a good sense of when someone is sugarcoating the truth. You might feel that it's helpful to encourage the individual to look on the bright side or feel positive during a difficult time. But assuming you have good intentions, when you're speaking and delivering bad news, employees and stakeholders will much prefer to have. A straightforward conversation instead of someone downplaying the issue. You can be empathetic to their situation, but don't try to be overcomforting. Give the message clearly and concisely so the individual knows exactly where they stand and what, if any, options are available to them. So let's say, let's look at this example that you have to reject someone or reject a proposal that someone has suggested. You can start by sharing why, why are you rejecting this proposal and get to the point right away. So you might say something like, I can see that your points were well thought out and where you were coming from with this suggested idea, but at the moment I don't see the need to spend that much up front to fix this issue but if you're able to find some alternative solution that do fit our budget, I will be willing to consider those. When giving the message, be clear and explain the decisions with reasoning and fact. So in this instance that I've just shared, it is a budget issue. Be direct and share that. You can also end up with a question and that's a good way if you want to get them to engage and talk. It really can help to talk through the issue, and that will allow you to start to think critically, create a safe place for them to ask questions. And from that example, I gave the detail of what they needed to know. But sometimes people feel that they want to give more information, and that can be quite overwhelming. So just give the details that they need to know the essential information, but don't overload them With a lot of information. When delivering bad news, it doesn't always mean, for example, the end of a project. You can think of a plan of how to move forward. And if you're able to do that as a team, even better. But find a solution. I always think don't come to me with the problem, come to me with the solution. Because once you have a clear understanding of the problem, you can start to look for ways to fix it. There are some difficult situations, as we've discussed, though, where this isn't possible. And if it isn't, try to ease their stress by offering support or resources that could help them. So, in the situation where I think about if you do have to lay off a member of staff, if you have to let them go, you can offer them support or provide resources that could help them, for example, with the transition when they have to leave the company. Bad news is a reality of business and life, but you can deliver bad news in a way that is authentic and caring. So to recap, it's important to prepare what you're going to say. You never want to wing it when delivering bad news. And that also means checking in with yourself. If you were on the receiving end of the bad news, how would you like someone to deliver it to you? Sharing bad news Can be stressful. And sometimes people, when they receive negative news, feel that it's unfair. And that might mean that they argue or even fight back. When you check in with your emotions beforehand and how you're feeling, you are more likely to share the bad news in a way that is calm and collected. Prepare for what you're going to say and also prepare for their reaction. And this will demonstrate professionalism and that you will feel more prepared in answering their questions and addressing the issue at hand. You also want to consider the timing of when you deliver the bad news. Don't wait too long. With bad news, it's best to think through what you'll say and then have the conversation as soon as possible. You also want to consider where, so the location, of where you will tell the person And also the method that you will choose to do that. So make sure to deliver the bad news to the person who is most impacted first. And find a private place to do that. That allows the other person to maintain their dignity. You also want to consider how. How are you going to deliver the bad news? Be direct, but also as compassionate as you can be. Avoid sugarcoating and avoid excuses. Share the facts and the reasoning in plain and very clear language that is compassionate but easy to understand. If the news that you're delivering is truly bad, don't try to put a positive spin on it. It will be counterproductive to point out positives. It's also better to share the news face to face whenever possible. Face to face is always best. Video conferencing is second best, and then a phone call. And that's because this will reduce any potential misunderstandings or missed social cues. But if you can't do it face-to-face or through any of these methods, and you must share it in a written message, make sure to share your number or give that person the opportunity to have a call with you or to set up a meeting. So here are some top tips. Be timely. Be clear in your delivery, be genuine, be honest, show respect and dignity, offer assistance and a solution. Delivering bad news well can actually strengthen your relationship with colleagues and stakeholders. There are many different types of bad news that you might have to deliver, some much worse than others. And not all situations are going to be the same. So, this is very much a guideline of what to consider but it does not always apply to very specific situations. If you need any additional support when it comes to developing your communication techniques and skills, feel free to get in touch. I love hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You've got this. Thank you for listening to the design of communication. If you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to the design of communication podcast, then please follow us on Spotify, Google, and Apple podcasts, and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit any questions you might have, feel free to send them my way. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. See you next week.